Well, hello, friends. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships and host of the Resilient Leaders Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Most leaders are burdened by complexity and exhaustion, and our organization, Kairos Partnerships, exists to equip leaders with the perspective and tools that they need to lead with health, clarity, and confidence. And this podcast is just one of the ways in which we help to equip leaders to do just that. I'm glad you could be with me today, whether you're on the treadmill or in the car or on a walk or doing the dishes. Glad you could be here. Well, plain and simple, leaders are paid to make decisions. That's right. You are paid to make decisions, to make wise decisions, to act upon what would move a goal forward. Therefore, if we are leaders, we need to have a way to improve our decision-making or we will never grow. It is impossible for us, though, as leaders to have an exhaustive manual that we can reach to and flip to the exact page to tell us everything we need to do in every moment, in every situation, in order to make great leadership decisions. There's just not a manual big enough. So what do we do? Instead, if we're to grow in our ability to make good decisions, we need instead to develop mental scaffolding to help us think through those decisions. To be competent, you need wisdom to know when and where and how to make the right decisions. So you may ask, how are leaders to discern how to make the right decisions? Good question. Well, the best way that I can equip you as a leader is not to tell you what to think but it, in, it, it is instead to give you a framework by which you can decide how to think and then how to make those decisions. Now, some of you may know the name Charlie Munger. We've talked a little bit about Charlie Munger on the podcast. This is several, several episodes ago. But Charlie Munger is Warren Buffett of Berkshire Hathaway, the Oracle of Omaha, Warren Buffett's right-hand man for several, de- several decades. And one of the things, he doesn't talk or get uh, as much credit as Warren Buffett, but uh, Buffett never makes a decision without Munger. And Charlie Munger developed something that has been incredibly important for me once I learned about it. He developed something called mental models. I'd never heard of this term before, but he helped me realize, oh, that's the mental scaffolding I need as a leader. So what is a mental model? A mental model is an explanation of a person's thought process about how something works in the real world. Another way you could think about them is tools to our tool shed or our toolbox to help us make good leadership decisions. If we approach it this way, we will need to have a basic knowledge of the mental models or tools, but we also need wisdom to know which tools to pull out of the tool shed at what time and to use in what context. Now, when I was convinced of the importance of mental models, I began to think that I probably had several of them already. And so over a period of a few months, I sat down and I would write down all the mental models that I felt that I had used that week or that month. This cognitive lattice work that helped the vines grow up the wall of my mind. And I found that I had 81 different models. Now, you may think, 81, are you kidding me? Here's the deal. You have models too. You may not know it though. For example, if you've ever used a pros and cons list, well, that's a classic and often used mental model. So I wrote down pros and cons list. Now, one of the forms of a mental model is question asking. Now, if you've been with me for a while, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that 
questions and asking leaders questions is one of my favorite things to do in the whole world. So I want to offer you seven questions as its own category or form of mental models that you can implement in order to help make better decisions. By the way, this can be in your professional life. This can be in your personal life. This can be with your finances or with your family or in making a big decision on a project at work. You can use this in a lot of different settings. So you ready? Let me launch in and quickly give you these seven questions that you can use, not all at once, but you can employ at the right time. Here's the first one. Question one, what's on your to-don't list? To-do lists are easy. To-don't lists are hard. We've touched on this in the past before. This one, when we talk about this, this helps us to focus on what's most important and to shave out the things that just aren't all that important to you. Sometimes there are seasonal to-don't lists to say, you know what, I'm not going to worry about this project or this issue right now. There's one leader I worked with, you know what's on his to-don't list? Complaining. He realized that for him to be a better leader, he's got to cut out complaining from his life. So your to-do list is good, but your to-don't list is better. Here's question number two. Is this, and this is from Andy Stanley, a leader and a pastor down in Atlanta. He said, is this a problem to be solved or a tension to be managed? Now, this was a game changer for me. I've always thought everything was a problem that had to be solved. In your field of work, you certainly do a lot of problem solving, I'm sure. And you might argue that's mostly what you do. But not everything is a problem to be solved. Sometimes we need to manage the tension in a very appropriate way. And we need to know the difference between a problem to be solved and a tension to be managed. Stanford economist Thomas Sowell said, there are no solutions, there are only trade-offs. So baked into that quote is, what trade-off do you want to live with? And is it a problem to be solved or is it, is it a tension to be managed? Question number three, tool number three of these mental models. This comes from Charlie Munger as well, one of my favorites. He asked the question, how can I be consistently not stupid? Sometimes we think we have to be brilliant in every situation. We don't. We don't have to get up and hit a home run every time we step into the batter's box. But how instead can we be consistently not stupid? Boy, that's a great one. Just over your tenure, over your career, career, see if you can step in the box and say, how can I make sure I'm not, that, that I can be consistently not stupid? Number five. I'm sorry, number four, question number four. Just a very simple focusing question. What's the next best thing for me to do right now? Sometimes things feel overwhelming or there are a thousand steps involved in a process and you just get overwhelmed and you go, ah, I don't even know where to start. Just pause and ask yourself, what's the next best thing for me to do? Even if it's just a small baby step forward, How can I get ridiculously practical and just name what is the next best thing to do? Question number five, what would blank do in this situation? Now ask yourself, who could be the blanks that need to speak into this decision? Or who are good decision makers in the past that you could think about how they might think about this? So who would, or what would my supervisor do about this in this situation? What would my mentor say in this situation? What would my boss or best friend or spouse or partner or Steve Jobs or whomever you want to fill in there, what would blank do in this situation? It can be really helpful to just step out of yourself and to think through the lens of someone else. 
Question number six, is this decision above the waterline or below the waterline? This is a question I came across several years ago from Jim Collins, the great leadership business writer. He said, sometimes when you have, when you have a boat, if you were to get a hole punched in it and it was below the waterline, that hole is going to sink your ship. But there are times where if we take holes in the side of our boat or our ship that's above the waterline, we may take on some water but we probably won't sink. And sometimes we need to ask ourselves, is this a, such a risky decision that if it doesn't work, this is going to sink my boat? Or is this an above the waterline decision that we may take on water if it doesn't work, but we're not going to sink? This has been helpful for me when thinking about risk and risk management. Is this above the waterline or below the waterline? And number seven are four reflection questions. Actually, there are four baked in to this one mental model. But these four reflection questions have been so helpful to ask yourself in a certain situation, especially in reviewing or diagnosing something. Number one, what's working? Two, what's not working? Three, what's confusing? And number four, what's missing? And then to go back through and say, what's not working? Then you can you optimize? What's not working? How can you repair? What's confusing? How can you clarify? And number four, what's missing? How can you add? Now, I know that's a lot I've thrown at you here in a few minutes, but I want you to take a moment. You may want to even pause this podcast if you need to and go back and listen to the last few minutes. But I want to ask you, I want to ask you, and I want you to ask yourself, which one of these question frameworks, which one of these question mental models can you use to help you make a decision this week? Which one of these question models is most valuable that you may even be able to use today in your leadership? Because leaders, remember, you are paid to make decisions. And the better decisions you can make, what you decide, how you decide, when you decide, with whom you decide, will oftentimes determine the quality of your leadership and the value that you're adding to others. Well, thanks for listening today. This podcast is produced as always by the great Joel Limbowen, founder and owner of On A Limb Productions. You can check out his great work at his website, onalimproductions.com. Yes, his name is Joel Limbowen, and it's a play off words, a play on words of On A Limb Productions. Check out the show notes as well for more information. And you can see just clips of his great videos. I'd recommend highly that you go and see his great work. Well, leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, developmental models for your decision-making. Name them. And one of those forms of mental models are questions. Ask good questions of other people and of yourself. Because if you ask good questions, you will benefit, and so will those around you. Have a great week. 